You're listening to the Career Reset Podcast with your host, Mel Savage, episode number 26. Welcome to the Career Reset Podcast, your one-stop shop for creating a career that gives you meaning and purpose and still pays the bills. So if you're ready for the ultimate mashup of life coaching and career management, stick around because you're in the right place. Let's get started. I'm your host, former corporate lifer turned founder and CEO, Mel Savage. Well, hello there, my friends. It's great to talk to you this week. This week, I'm talking about something that so many of us struggle with, and that is managing our relationships at work. Relationships make up so much of our enjoyment on the job, right? They make up so much of our life at work. They are a big part of our enjoyment. They're a big part of our stress. They're a big part of our success. And knowing how to manage those relationships and make the most of those relationships and minimize the number of challenging relationships is a big part of enjoying the job, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Learning to manage those relationships is going to go a long way towards changing your perspective on your work right now. So the focus of today is we're talking about how you can change the way you think about working relationships to help you enjoy them, to help you get the most out of them, and help you create a lot of impact in a short amount of time and really improve the quality of your life because you're improving how you feel about your job and how you show up at your job and how you manage the relationships at work. So let's talk about this for a second. What is a working relationship, right? How do you know if a working relationship is good? How do you know how close the relationship is? How do you know if you can trust somebody? How do you know if they're on your side? How do you know if you work well together? All of those things. You know, how do you know these things? And the answer is, you know these things based on how you think about these things. Okay? The relationship exists 100% in your own mind. And you might be like, wait a second. Relationships are a two-way street. There are two people in this relationship, at least, right? And I say, no, your relationship with someone is based on your experience of them, which is based on the way you think about them, 100%. So as an example, if your boss walked into your office and interrupted a meeting that you're having, and they said, look, I need to see you right away, you could think, well, that was really rude. Or you could think, wow, there must be an emergency. Or you could think, they just don't respect me in what I'm doing. Or you could think, that sounds interesting. I want to go figure out what that is. You could think any of those things or more. You know, I'm sure there's more thoughts out there. And anything that you think in that moment is going to impact your relationship with your boss Even if what you're thinking is totally generous and productive, it's impacting your relationship with your boss. So let's say you were mad at the interruption, 
okay, and you thought, they, they just don't respect me. How would that impact your relationship with your boss? How you show up in their office when you get there is going to be determined by your thinking, right? So let's say you show up impatient and annoyed. How's that going to go over? What's that going to look like when you get into the office, right? How's that going to impact that interaction, which ultimately impacts your relationship and how you feel about that person? The relationship is built up in your own mind. And this is why it's possible for one person to say, oh, I love working with so-and-so. And then for someone else to turn around and say, no, I don't like working with that person, right? That's why it's possible for two people to have completely different reactions to the same circumstance of the boss walking into an office and interrupting. One person could get upset, the other person, not a big deal, right? That's why it's possible for one person to think they have a close working relationship with someone and the other person to think, um, it's not that close. I mean, it's okay. Who's right? Who's right in all those circumstances? Well, the answer really is no one is right or everyone is right, right? Because the relationship exists in each person's own mind. And I, I think as adults, you know, we understand that we have a role to play in our relationships with people. Like we take accountability for how we show up and what we say and what we do in those relationships. At the same time, we also seem to think as adults that the other person has a role to play in how we feel about them in the relationship, right? We blame others for how we act. We put the accountability on others for how we show up. I said this because you did that, right? I, I'm annoyed because you disrespected me. So in this case, I'm not taking accountability for my, my choice to be annoyed. I'm saying it's your fault I'm annoyed. When in fact, the other person has zero control over how I feel and how I show up. Even if your boss actually does disrespect you, you get to choose whether you are annoyed by that or not. They have no control over that. But even though we're choosing to be annoyed, we don't know that we're choosing to be annoyed. We think it's caused by them, so we try and change them, right? We try and tell them to stop doing what they're doing. We try and control them. I had a client who told me that her boss was discounting her thoughts in the meeting, and she wanted to go have a conversation with her boss to ask her boss to, not, to stop doing that. And I understand the intention. I really do. At the end of the day, though, she can't change her boss's behavior. She has no idea why her boss did that. And even if her boss acknowledged that it was wrong to do that, that doesn't mean her boss isn't going to do it again. Her boss did that for a bunch of reasons that are, you know, unproductive and in her own head. Nothing to do with my client. All my client can do is decide how she wants to handle that situation in her mind, how she wants to think about that situation in her mind. We cannot control how other people act. We can only control how we think about it, right? It's very similar to when I was talking about boundaries a few episodes ago, right? Lots of people think, you know, you set boundaries by telling people how they need to act 
to make you feel better. But that never works because people don't like being told how to behave, right? They get resentful. How often does that work? They might do it because you're their boss for a while, but they're not going to like it and they will complain about it. Instead, the way you set boundaries is by telling people how you intend to behave if they do something, right? So you say, look, if you're going to yell at me in this meeting, I'm going to get up and leave. So I'm not trying to control the fact that you're yelling. Yell your little heart out. I wouldn't say it that way, but you know, yell your little heart out. But when you yell, I'm going to leave, right? That's how a boundary is set up. You're not telling the person how they need to behave. You're telling them how you intend to behave because that's what you can actually control, okay? So telling people how you want them to behave in a relationship also never works. It doesn't work when you're trying to build a relationship with them, not when you're managing them, not when you're married to them, right? Doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is. It never works to tell people how you want them to behave. That's how we create feelings of resentment. We have to choose how we want to show up when other people behave a certain way. Okay, so let's talk about relationships, work relationships a little bit. There are actually three kinds of thoughts that you're having in a relationship. And this is true of any relationship. But today we're talking about it in the context of working relationships. Okay, so the three things are what I think other people think of me, what I think of other people, and what I think of me in relation to other people. Okay, I'm going to say that again. And if you want all of this, it's in the show notes at thecareerreset.com forward slash 26. Okay, so here are the three things again, the three kinds of thoughts that impact relationships, what I think they think of me, what I think of them, and what I think of me in relation to them. Okay, let's talk about each one briefly. The first one is what I think they think of me. And notice what I said that I said, sorry, what I think they think of me, not what they think of me. It's what I think they think of me. Because again, our relationship exists in our own mind. So we experience the relationship based on our own thoughts, right? We don't experience their thoughts. They're having their own experience based on their thoughts. We're having our own experience based on our thoughts. And even if your boss comes out and explicitly shares their thought, they say, look, here's a thought I'm having about you you still get to decide what you think about it, right? Your boss could say, I don't think you're very good at your job, okay? That is a thought. That's a thought they're having. It's not a fact necessarily. It's a thought they're having and they're sharing it with you. But now that they've said it out loud, you could actually say factually, my boss doesn't think I'm, do- I'm good at my job, right? That's a- I know my boss is having that thought because now they've said it out loud. So it becomes a fact that they think that. Follow me? So even though they've said that, right, I don't think you're good at your job and it's out there. So now it's sort of out there. It's a circumstance in the world that my boss doesn't think I do a good job. It's still neutral. That statement has no power, right? Totally neutral. Doesn't have any power yet. It only gets power once you decide what you think about it. And whatever you think impacts your relationship with your boss and probably also impacts your relationship with yourself. Now, you could think a bunch of different things. That is a tough thing to hear, for sure. And it really just depends on how you take it. You could say, 
I love that tough love thing, right? You could say, wow, I'm totally screwed now. Or you could think, you know, what a jerk for saying that. Or you could think, you know, that wasn't really a great way of framing it, but I better find out what they think, why they think that, right? Or you can think, wow, it takes a lot of courage to say something like that. Maybe I should figure out what's in their head. I want to learn more. There's a million things that you could think, right? And whatever you think is going to impact what you do next. It doesn't matter that your bot says that to you. It doesn't matter whether they were right or wrong to say that to you. It's what you do with it now that impacts your relationship with your boss, right? And ultimately your success in your career. Similarly, let's talk about one of your reports, okay? Maybe one of your reports says, you know what? I just love working with you. You are the best boss ever. And again, now that they've said that, you know that they think that, but that statement is a neutral thought. doesn't mean anything until you think about it, until your thoughts give it meaning to you, okay? So you could think, wow, that person is so great, or they're so smart, right? Or you could say, what a brown noser. Or you could be thinking, well, that's really nice, but I don't love working with you, right? There's a a million things you could think about that statement. And in the end, it doesn't really matter what they think of you. It matters what you think about what they think of you. And sometimes we make what people think of us mean painful things. And sometimes we make them mean productive things or less painful things. You get to decide what you think of what people think of you. You get to decide what you make it mean. And bonus, you don't have to make it mean something painful. People show up with a bad attitude, give it back to them. People make mistakes, give it back to them. It's their crap. It's not your crap. You do not have to own it. And you'll hear me say this again later on, I'm sure, in this podcast. What people think of you, none of your business, right? Their stuff, whatever. You're going to go on. You're going to choose your thoughts. You're going to choose how you show up, okay? So that one is what you think about what people think of you. Next category is what you think of them. This totally affects us too. This all totally affects how we show up in the relationship. You know, sometimes when we talk about what do I think of you, we can be critical, we can be judgmental, we can think negatively of certain people, we can think they're awesome and so smart and so much better than us, right? We can think we're better than them. And whenever we think, you know, negatively about other people, we are the ones that feel the impact of those negative emotions. Okay, I want to say that again. When we decide we're going to think negatively about somebody, whether it's someone you work with, a peer, a report, your boss, whatever, just someone, I just don't like that person, whatever you decide to think about them, right? We are the ones that are feeling the impact of those negative emotions. Those people don't feel anything, right? They're fine. We're the ones who are stressed out or angry or frustrated, right? We're creating these emotions inside of us. They feel fine. I remember I worked with this woman at McDonald's. She was mean. Like, she was horrible. She wasn't my boss. This was another woman that I worked with. And she just, like, everything that came out of my mouth, she would have told me I was wrong or I was stupid or I wasn't being strategic enough. Or, like, she was just not a pleasant person to work with. Or so I thought. Okay? And so I spent a lot of time 
like angry and frustrated and not wanting to work with her. I even asked to not to stop working with her um, because I couldn't deal with the emotions that I was creating, the thoughts that I was creating about that interaction, right? She felt fine, right? So when you're, you know, feeling these angry emotions at your boss or anyone that you work with, they're not being punished. You are punishing yourself because you're the only one who can feel those emotions. And you feeling these emotions doesn't get them to change. That's another big point, right? It's useless negative feelings that we are generating and we are feeling. They don't change at all. But we're the ones suffering the effects of that, right? Which includes taking actions that maybe don't demonstrate us ourselves at our best, right? Because we are stressed out or angry or whatever, we may not be taking it out on the right people. And I don't even know who the right people are in this case because we've chosen to think these things and create these feelings for us. But we could take it out on others, right? We lash out for no reason. We might be impatient with one of our reports or impatient with a client or a boss or whatever based on something that else that's going on, right? And that's when people say to you, what the heck is going on with you? So these, these thoughts you're having about other people, they not only impact the relationship with the person that you're actually having the thoughts about, but all that negativity and all that stress and all that anxiety that you're creating is actually creating collateral damage for you in relationships with other people. So it's second one is about how you think about others. The third category is what we think about ourselves in relation to other people. Now, we could stop there because what we think about ourselves, you know, how much we love ourselves, how we treat ourselves totally impacts how we show up for other relationships and other people in our lives. And oftentimes what other people say to us is only hurtful because of how we think about ourselves. But in the context of relationships, I think it's important to add this little piece of how we think about ourselves in relation to other people, right? Because you'll notice that sometimes with some people, you are super confident and you're totally together. And then with other people, you are super insecure and not at your best, right? Fumbling over your words. With some people, you might act without compassion, and with other people, you are super compassionate. Why? It's because of what you're thinking about yourself in relation to that person. When you act without compassion, you might be thinking that you yourself are someone special who doesn't have to care about this other person. That happens a lot when people start to get power and authority. They let it go to their head. They start thinking, oh, I'm so much more important. I don't have to give time to all these people. I certainly fell victim to that in the beginning as well. And certainly, you know, maybe a little bit here and there as a, even later in my career. Absolutely. Now, when you're being insecure, you might be thinking, oh, you know what? I don't know as much about these people or I'm not as good as these people or you feel threatened, right? These people have authority over me. They're going to judge me. But you're creating all of that in your head. You're creating the anxiety around the fact that they might be more senior to you doesn't actually mean anything. It's a neutral thought. This person is a senior vice president. So what? It doesn't have any meaning until you give it meaning. You're creating all those thoughts in your head. I mean, there are some people I know that are great talking one-on-one. -on -one. They are a master at what they do. They're just this wealth of information and then you put them in front of an audience and they get totally stressed out. Why? It's because of what they think of themselves 
in relation to other people in the room. Here's another example. When you go to networking events, right? You end up, I always see this, we all end up staying with the people that we showed up with. We don't leave our table. We don't go out there on our own to meet people. Why not? Because you're more comfortable about who you are with the people that you know, right? You belong in this environment. You feel comfortable in this environment versus the people that you don't know who may not be welcoming or who may be welcoming. You don't know. It's scary. So you don't go after it, right? So those are the three things that impact your relationships with people. What I think they think of me, what I think of them, and what I think of me in relation to them. And here's the best news I have for you, my friends. All three of those things are in your control. You know, it's not in your control. I think you know already what other people think of you, right? Like I said before, what other people think of you is none of your business. And you might be offended by that. Or you could think, wow, that is such a freeing statement. I don't have to care what other people think of me. What they think of me is none of my business. I can't control what they think of me. If they want to chat with me about it, then we can have a discussion and create shared expectations or get clear about boundaries, right? But the key is you can't be responsible for how other people think about you. You can only be responsible for how you think and how you're showing up. So does that mean you can yell and scream at everyone in the office and not worry about what anyone thinks? Yeah, it does. You may not like the results that you get from that, but yeah, that's exactly what it means, right? You don't have to think about, worry about what anyone thinks. So when it comes to feedback, like in your job, we all get feedback, right? About, you know, how we can improve, et cetera. When you get this feedback, it's important to understand, is it just one person having this? piece of feedback? Is it a lot of people having the same kind of feedback? Because when a lot of people feel a certain way about you, you can reflect on that, right? You can get curious about it. And then you can decide what you think about that and what you want to do about it. You can decide, okay, I do want different results in this situation. So I'm going to change the way that I think so that I can get different results in this situation. Because, you know, enough people have said this to me that it's important for me to reflect on it. Again, You get to decide whether or not you care about what other people think about you. And I'm saying it's none of your business. You can listen if someone wants to choose to tell you something and then decide what you want to do about it. And there are really two kinds of working relationships that create the biggest challenges for people, right? Your boss is one and your reports, your direct reports are the other ones. And I invite you to take the time to really explore each of those three thought patterns in the context of each of those relationships, right? Your boss, your boss has been given certain responsibilities. Okay. That's a fact. That fact is a circumstance, something that you can't control. They have a style. They will say things. They will do things. You can't control any of it. If you're having challenges with your boss, You can take control of the relationship by exploring some of these questions we just talked about and then really understanding what are your thought patterns that are impacting your relationship with your boss and how you show up in that relationship with your boss. I know a coach who does relationship coaching, you know, for in marriages, but she only coaches one person because it only takes one person to show up differently in the relationship to start impacting how the relationship changes. She's got, she's full up with clients. She is creating so much amazing 
stuff with these people. It only takes one person. When you explore what your thought patterns are around, you know, what I think of my boss, what I think my boss thinks of me, what I think of me in relation to my boss, when you kind of pull all that apart and start taking accountability for how you're thinking about it, that's how we can decide, oh, do I want to keep thinking this? Is this useful to me? Am I creating all these negative emotions that I'm hanging on to that are just really affecting me, right? My boss doesn't feel any of it. My boss isn't going to change because of it. You know, I get to have choices here. Same with your reports. Why do you gravitate to some reports versus others? Why do some people get on your nerves and some people don't? For those people who are getting on your nerves, how can you think about them differently to create a more productive working relationship? Can you be more compassionate? Can you be more understanding? Can you be less judgmental about these people? When you break down your thought patterns into those three buckets, it really helps you separate facts from thoughts. And remember, if you haven't heard me talk about this before, circumstances are facts, okay? That means they're indisputable, no opinion allowed. They are, you know, what other people think, feel, or do, the past, or random events, right? Like the weather, or, you know, someone's knocking at the door. Like these are things that are happening that you cannot control. That's what a circumstance is. You know, the fact that maybe your boss yelled at everyone in a meeting is a circumstance, how you think about your boss and yourself in that situation is going to impact your relationship with your boss. And I'm not talking about tolerating unprofessional behavior. Okay. I'm talking about understanding that you are creating the experience that you're having in that relationship. You can choose not to make it about you. You can decide that you're not going to take it personally. You can decide that your boss's freak out is like totally on them and none of your business. And you're going to focus on what you need to do next. And you can decide what kind of emotions you want to have based on the thoughts that you're having. So I invite you to get really clear and do the work, get clear about those three questions. Again, I will put them in the show notes at thecareerreset.com forward slash 26. And you know what? Just take it one relationship at a time. Start with one that you really want to start with dissect it, understand it, make a few small changes, see what happens. If you like it, keep doing it. If you want to talk about it, send me an email. I'd love to chat with you about it. Okay. That's it for me this week, my friends. I will talk to you next time. Have a great week. Bye for now. Hey there. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come over and check out Aspire. It's my monthly career management program where we take all this material and apply it and take it to the next level. Head over to thecareerreset.com forward slash aspire for more. If you're ready to take the career you have and turn it into the career you want. I'd love to have you join me in Aspire. There's no better time than right now because your life deserves a career you love. Talk to you next time. Bye for now.